Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Okay, welcome back to the November 2016 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from St. Vincent's Hospital in Sydney, Australia. My name is Dr. Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Leo Kim. And the next paper we looked at was also from October 2016, a new approach for reconstruction of the diabetic of diabetic foot wounds using angiosome and supramicrosurgery concepts. Uh, this is by JP Hong uh, from Korea. And uh, Leo, what was this paper about? Yeah, so I, I also had um, privilege to uh, was privileged to visit uh, Professor Hong in Asan Medical Center in South Korea, uh, where they were doing this um, you know world renowned uh, flap reconstruction for diabetic foot limb salvage. And even uh, more than that, we were able to welcome uh, JP to Sydney last week for the international course in perforated flaps, uh, yes. which was held at uh, the University of Sydney. And and JP certainly uh, entertained everyone with his fantastic presentations. In fact, he presented. Uh, this work today. So yes. tell us about the paper. So the background is that one in four diabetics develop foot ulcers and around the world one diabetic related amputation is had said to happen every 30 seconds and a meta-analysis of free flap in diabetic patients show that flap survival is around about 92 percent. And the whole hypothesis, the group, um, JP Hong and the group hypothesized that Look, the traditional microsurgery challenge is that diabetic, in diabetic foot reconstruction is because of a calcification and lack of proper vessels for recipient vessels. And they postulated that the, those development of collateral vessels and perhaps enlarging of those small vessels um, will lead to a better recipient site and using super microsurgery technique pioneered by Professor Koshima, who has also uh, graced us with his appearance in Sydney Perforator course, um, that you can perhaps salvage uh, these patients' limbs. Um, they went undergo, undergone uh, uh, quite a rigid selection criteria in that they had to go through pre-op BSL control. They underwent vascular evaluation and with a view to doing an endovascular uh, intervention to improve the blood flow. And if that didn't work, then a bypass was performed. And as a last resort, if none of those measures worked, then they ended up with an amputation and, and deemed not suitable for a, for a limb salvage. However, for those patients, the 95 cases that were deemed to be suitable for diabetic foot reconstruction, 60% were reconstructed with a skip flap um, popularised by J.P. Hong himself, 22% by ALT, posterior interosseous artery perforator flap in 10%, SGAP in 5%, and anterior tibial artery perforator flap in one case. So the whole concept was to do an angiosome debridement of the wound um, to get a clean wound bed, but also to look for a recipient vessel. And if a pulsatile artery is found, then end-to-end -end anastomosis was performed using either 10 nylon or rarely sometimes 11 ohm. So the results showed that 90, out of 95 cases, there were nine flap losses and there were 12 partial flap losses. And I thought it was quite interesting that a third of the cohort, which is about 34 patients, had one or no ma major vessel leg, which I thought was a huge leap forward in diabetic foot reconstruction. And overall success, success rate was quite a remarkable 90.5%. 
And out of those that failed, the trend for failure in cases were uh, the ones that were requiring large flaps, higher hemoglobin um, HB1C, um, as well as higher CRP and presence of osteomyelitis. So this paper really outlined the ongoing and interesting revolution of a, per a perforator flap in application of diabetic foot reconstruction. Yeah, look, it was a great paper. It was a uh... Uh, very eye-opening in terms of the pathophysiology of diabetes mellitus because it's certainly different to what my understanding was of the uh, vascular pathology and uh, the point he makes about still being able to do free flaps in these people who are vascular path who may have you know no vessel runoff to the foot um, uh, was one thing I really got out of it. Uh, the other thing which was very surprising was the success rate and the salvage rate of these patients who uh, you know, had pretty uh, ordinary looking feet at the beginning and then were able to have a, a salvage with a free flap. Obviously the team that uh, JP has is multidisciplinary and effective, uh, combining both endocrinologists and also interventional radiologists in order to open up uh, blood flow to the feet using angioplasty and then following that on with free flap reconstruction. One of the things we were discussing was that they really must be able to keep the patients on the straight and narrow in the post-operative uh, months and years. Otherwise, you can imagine that the problems that led them to get the diabetic foot ulcer in the first place are just going to recur. Mm -hmm. So then you must have an amazing setup to, yes. to ensure uh, the long-term success of the surgery. Yes, this, this form of limb salvage in select diabetic patients um, really is, is a next step. Um, and, and you know, when I was able to um, be you know, lucky enough to visit JP Hong in Korea, that uh, the whole procedure from start to finish took maybe three hours. Um, and JP mentioned to me that uh, during the time when he was doing many of these, he would often line up three cases in a day. So in terms of uh, restraints uh, that are put on us in terms of the hospital resources in healthcare, uh, and as opposed to how much limb salvage um, and amputation will cost us overall in a society, this is really a huge, huge advance in, in the way of trying to improve the lives of these patients. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.